Hi, I'm Tuha and I'm the host of We Make It Work. And this is a podcast series where I'm chatting with people who work flexibly and make it work in hope that we help empower others to get started or keep going in their journey of flexible working. And today's guest is Caroline, who is my first international guest in Australia. Hello, Caroline. Hello, Tua. How are you? Yeah, very good. Thank you. I'm so happy and pleased to have you here. Um, You've got very interesting um, work-life balance and it'll be great to... um, great for the listeners to hear about so why don't you tell everybody uh, a bit about yourself and how you work flexibly okay I will do okay thank you Um, well first of all thank you for asking me to be part of the podcast Um, I'm very excited um, to um, be joining and sharing my story so I'm an HR consultant um, of um, 20 years now I'm showing my age there but um, I have been an HR, um, I've been an HR consultant for the, in Australia for the last, uh, since 2012, when I was going back to work after my children, um, I had my second child, Hamish, and was looking to um, go back to work. But um, I also found myself um, about six months prior to that becoming a single parent. So I needed to I needed to earn more money, but I also needed to have a bit more flexibility in how I did that. And um, so I looked to start up my own HR consultancy, but I also needed to earn money whilst trying to do that at the same time. So I joined another HR consultancy and initially just started off working um, two or three days a week, but it was school hours. So that worked perfectly well with uh, my eldest son, who was six at the time. And um, then um, my youngest would go into daycare. And um, But it did mean that I was able to drop you in off and pick you up from school and then go and collect Hamish. And that has just evolved o- over the years. Um, Ewan is now 16, so I obviously don't have to worry about him. And Hamish is 10, so he cycles to and from school now. Um, but my situation has evolved over time that... Um, I am working four days now as an HR consultant and um, longer days now. I don't need to do school hours so much because the children, um, the boys are able to um, look after themselves and they get themselves home and they're here together. But um, what I recently started to do um, about 18 months ago was I became a skincare consultant with um, Rodan and Fields and they're the number one skincare brand in North America. And basically, by becoming a consultant, I literally set up my own skincare business and um, share the products with um, friends, family um, and um, people that I work with. Um, So um, I've been growing that business in order to be able to give myself more flexibility and more work-life balance in the longer term. And it is already starting to pay off. Um, because I'm earning a second income stream, um, which means that with that additional income, I'm um, able to not have to work a Friday. Um, so whereas before, if um, um, if you know there was work to be done on a Friday, I, I would do it, and um, you know um, obviously you know gladly take those hours. But because I have this additional income stream, I'm now um, 
being able to supplement my HR income um, with that as well, as well as do other things like uh, it pays for, you know, different treats or different th um, types of self-care um that you know, i want to um give myself so um i'm still working the traditional um way of um nine to five four days per week but i've also um added in um my own business which um is it's called basically another term for it is a side hustle um and slowly building that up um that so that the longer term aim is that you know perhaps in the longer term i won't have to work um at all i'll be able to just run the skincare business Oh, wow. So with the skincare business, is it all sorts of skincare products or is it the Rodan Fields? It's the Rodan products? and Fields products. Oh, OK. Oh, Rodan and Fields. Okay. Yes, Rodan cool. and Fields. Because yep. it, it's not in the UK. We don't seem to have that. I haven't seen not that yet. Way. No, not yet. Mm. You don't. Um, so Rodan and Fields is currently only sold. It's all sold online, and it's only sold in America, Canada, and Australia currently. But from 2020 onwards, they have plans to launch into further countries. Um, so they were looking at. Um, so they're looking at Europe. Um, but I'm not very really sure what parts of Europe yet. And um, also looking at um, different parts of Asia, perhaps um, South America. I think one country that they were perhaps looking at was Brazil. So they will do it in stages. Um, so, mm -hmm. um, for example, they've been running in America for 11 years now. And um, they've been in Canada since 2015 and in Australia for 18 months. So they have to do it in stages um, because they have to adapt the um, products to the different countries' skincare regulations as well. Um, so, you know, the different, the skincare regulations in Australia are different to those in Canada and America and the level of ingredients that can go into each. Um, oh, wow. Yes, okay. uh, no, it's, it's all actually really, really, um, it's not just a simple, okay, we're going to launch these products in um, mm. the, U the UK tomorrow. Um, it's, it's more in depth than, than that, um, which is a, is a good thing because you want to, if you're going to have a side hustle, you want to make sure that you're working for a reputable company. Um, you know, you're working for a reputable brand because you're sharing those product, their products, but it's also mm. your reputation and your personal brand um, that um, you're putting out there at the same time. So um, there's strict policies and procedures that um, as consultants and um, individual business owners that we need to comply with as well. Yeah, because I was going to ask um, if, if they've only been in Australia for 18 months, that means you must have started working with them right at the very beginning. I did. So what was it like? Because it's all about risk taking, isn't it? Like yes. This mm -hmm. Whole flexible working, like moving from the normal nine to five, five days a week. Um, so, so there was a massive risk. But what, what did you decide? What was your thought process at the time? Um, my thought process at the time was that um, Ewan had um, severe acne. And I, um, so I was invited to a party, basically, or an event, skincare event, where um, a friend of mine who was sharing um, the products and the brand. And I sat there and I listened to everything. And um, so basically what I heard was two dermatologists, 
two American dermatologists. They have a history um, within the acne industry. Um, I'm not allowed to mention the product um, mm. because somebody else owns it now, but they were, they've got a very successful history um, within the acne industry in the product that they previously made and sold online. And um, so they already had credibility in my eyes. So two dermatologists, mm. they were very successful with the... Um, product that they previously made and created um they sold retail for the first four years um with through estee lauder so estee lauder bought them in 2003 and sold their products retail for the first four years so what i saw there was that estee lauder clearly thought that the products were good products um and what then happened was that Rodan and Fields wanted to be able to sell the products directly to the consumer. So they bought themselves back out of Estee Lauder and decided to sell them through consultants. Um, the fact that um, the person that was sharing the products with me, um, she's a scientist and she worked for Estee Lauder years ago in their lab in New York. She's American and um, she knows that the products work. So I listened to all of this and I thought, well, I've got a son who's got acne and um, other products aren't working. And um, so I thought, well, I can um, if I sign up at the consultant level and start to um, it would mean that I can buy the products for you um, at a 25 percent discount. But there was no ac specific acne product Um in Australia at that point in time. Mm. So when they launched, there, there were three regimens, um, but no specific acne product. So it was there was the product that we used was for sensitive skin. And it worked for a wee while, um, but wasn't successful, um, you know, for on the longer term. And that's because it's for sensitive skin, it's not for acne. Um, right. So, um, so that was initially what got me involved in it, that I, I you know, I did it for Ewan because I wanted to try and mm. help him with his skin. I mean, his skin is all cleared up now um, because, um, what well, you know, for him, we you know we went to the doctors and got referred to um, a dermatologist here, and he was prescribed mm. Roaccutane. Um, mm. So um, he that, but that's initially what launched me into it, and then I thought, well, you know, I can. Um, sit back and be, use these products and get 25% discount on them and mm -hmm. do nothing else with this business that I have launched myself into and taken, you know, taken a risk with. Um, or I can decide to share these products with other people and um, see if I can help them with their skin issues. And that's what I just, that's what I did. But it's been, it's been a scary journey. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I bet. So you... You went from HR consultant. Well, you still are, but still, still doing that, that. Was your background? It's still doing it. But then, did you must have had to learn new skills though to develop your side hustle? Um, so, what well, new skills did you have to develop, or did you get lots of support as part of the program? Or I had to learn. Obviously, I had to learn all about the products, but not necessarily the ingredients in the products. Um, I just needed to learn what the products did. You know what issues they addressed, basically, and mm. um, and and how they worked. And um, but I did that through um, posting. So I've got a Facebook page, and so I did that through posting on um, 
my Facebook page and um, on Instagram as well. Um, and, you know, we've got booklets that we're given. There's also, we've got um, back-end computer systems that we can go into and we've got lots of information on the different products and, um, you know, what, what they do. And um, so I used all the material that was available to me as well as asking um, my upline, who is the, who's the scientist, um, you know, whenever I had a query, then, then I would ask, ask Danielle as well. Um, mm -hmm. So um, I suppose the skills that I had to use was, was difficult to explain because... Because on Instagram and Facebook, you post a lot of things. Like I would say you've adopted a lot of digital marketing techniques. I, ha I have, I A suppose. lot of people have struggled with. Um, so I'm just wondering, like, how... How did you manage to work uh, out, oh, okay, this is yes. what I need to do? Yes, um, because I would look at other people's posts and think, well, how have they done that? And um, so in the end, I thought, well, I'm, I'm, I'll, I need to find out how they've done that. So I would go onto Google and type in, you know, whatever I was trying to search for. Um, you know, I think um, I was trying to um, work out stories on Instagram. <laughs> and I could, oh, yeah. yeah. And um, so I went onto Instagram, uh, onto Google and typed in, you know, stories on Instagram. And I just learned like that. So I taught myself. There was nobody else that taught me. I taught myself. Excellent. And, mm -hmm. um, and that's how I've, I've worked it out. I've worked, and I made, I've made lots of mistakes, you know, and I would put something on as a story um, or, you know, I would record a video and then want to um, and put it on there, but learn that Instagram only, you know, mm -hmm. on a post, you can only do one minute. And uh, my, my video was longer. So then I've looked into, okay, well, how are other people then getting their video, you know, across, um, you know, if you go into stories and you think, oh, they've got lots of, it's split out into lots of different sections. Mm -hmm. How did they do that? So I just continued to research, you know, how do you split out stories, etc. And I've got um, different apps on my phone now um, where I'll add any video to the app and they cut it into um, chunks and then you individually add it to um, stories on Instagram. So I've had to teach myself lots of things. Um, I, I, yeah. I hadn't thought about it from that perspective, actually, because I have taught myself lots. Um, yeah. And, but I love Instagram. I love the creativity of Instagram and the fact that it has pushed me really out of my comfort zone and I have had to learn. Um, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And the passion for that really does come through because I would say that um, I really like watching your content, even though I can't buy um, <laughs> yeah, I know. Fields products. But I, you, you could see me engaging with whatever posts you would yeah. you were doing, and it it's obviously showing through. Like even now, you talking through it. Oh, this is what I learned, and this is what I enjoyed seeing other people doing. So I was trying to emulate it, and mm -hmm. that passion is now coming through into your content. Yeah. Um. So that's what impressed me. I thought you'd gone on a course or something. No, 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 no. <laughs> I haven't gone on any course too. I know. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Well, it's it's very good content. And, oh, thank um, you. Thank you. I think a lot of people, small businesses would be very jealous and envious of it. Or, yeah. So keep going. Um, okay. So then you talked about, uh, so now recently you've been able to have a Friday, uh, where you could use it how you want. And do you mention something about treats and, um, self-care? Would you be able to expand a yeah. bit more so, um, about that? Things like, um, just, um, getting my hair colored, um, you know, it's, um, it, it's an expensive business, isn't it? Um, you know, mm. getting your hair colored and, um, so, 
um, I'm able to use the income from the you know skincare business instead of eating into um, you know other income. I'm able to use this income from the skincare business to get my my hair done, um, you know, bye bye grays, and um, mm-hmm. or get my nails done. Um, you know, I did that um, last uh, just at the weekend. I got my I got my I went and got my nails done. Um, so mm-hmm. I use the income from that um, to be able to to treat myself. Um, you know, self care um, as well as um, just be able to um, have a bit more of a relaxed day on a Friday um, where um, I'm not having to um, rush off and go to go to work. Um, I can, I, you know, I, what do I do? Well, you know, one day I walked Hamish to school. Um, it was a, it was a beautiful morning. I walked Hamish to school and then I went off and had a run. Um, Mm -hmm. last Friday, um, Ewan had a day off school because the teachers had a development day. So I took him out for lunch. Um, I, you know, Aww. it was, yeah, it was nice to be able to spend some time with him on his own. Um, you know, cause as a single parent, sometimes it's really difficult to be able to, um, spend time with them individually. Um, mm. so, um, so it was nice to be able to do that. Um, so I just, um, you know, or I catch up with, um, with girl, you know, a girlfriend or whatever on, on a Friday, um. So it's just given me that, um, given me a bit more flexibility, which is yeah. really what what we all want in life, especially working parents. Um, we all want a bit more flexibility um, just to make life that little bit easier. Yeah, uh, to try and fit in some me time. Absolutely. Just increase your headspace. I, I find I can solve better problems when I do have that time to myself mm. and you're letting your brain relax a bit. Um, but yeah, so normally my my problems can be resolved much quicker when I have that time. So you mentioned um, when at the beginning you were looking for work to fit in with the children because you dropped. You say you do the drop offs and pick ups. Um, I did at that point, and it was nice. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, at that point. But then, and you said you worked with another consultancy company. I do. What, I still how, work with them. Oh, brilliant. So how are they just naturally like um, they're naturally like to encourage flexibility or was it that you managed to put in a proposal that they liked and they were like, yeah, let's give it a go. Let's see if this works, Um, because that's the challenge anybody has really in finding work. There's not companies generally don't have this attitude of, yes, let's take someone on flexibly. So what? What happened there with the where you're consulting um, with? So when I joined Vanessa, um, Vanessa's a mum, so that makes a difference because, and mm-hmm. so she she understands. She already understood when I joined her, and um, her child, her wee boy, would have been he was quite a little boy at that point actually, because I've been with Vanessa seven years. Um, so when I joined she understood the need to be able to have flexibility as a working as a working mum and um so that was part of her thought process when she was setting up the consultancy that um it would give parents the flexibility um with with Mm. their children you know to be able to perhaps work a six-hour day or work school hours um 
instead of doing a very early drop-off at daycare and a very late pickup at, at daycare. And um, so whenever she were going to meet a new client, um, she would obviously find out exactly what they required. Um, but those hours, say, so say for example, it was you know, maybe 18 hours per week, then that would be split out over three days. So it was just a bit more Mm -hmm. of a flexible working day um, rather than the normal nine to five. So I didn't have to um, put in a proposal. I was just lucky enough to be in the right place at the right time. And it it worked for me. Um, But um, there are obviously a lot of workplaces where it's not like that. so you therefore, and you generally, there, are, there is legislation. I know there's legislation here in Australia. And when I, was, when I was living and working in the UK, there's legislation there about flexible working. But you generally have to be with an employer a year before you can put in any kind of request um, to change your hours or change your working days. And you would have to give reasons as to um, why that would benefit the business as well. So um, it's 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 not so easy um, if you've got a permanent role um, to be able to, you know, just put in a request and get it changed. Um, I suppose the difference with me as well is that clients come and go. So this is the risk with the consulting industry is that clients come and go. So I'm not a permanent employee with the, the um, consultancy. I'm a casual employee. So that was another risk because I decided to because I needed to earn more money at the time because of my circumstances, I, um, I decided to take a risk and become a casual employee. But um, mm-hmm. um, clients do come and go. So, um, you'll, um, you know, when, when times are really good, you have, to, you have to run with that. And then when times are really lean, you've got to, you've got to manage that as well. Um, mm. So, um, but... Um, so there are different risks, I suppose, with um, with what I'm doing uh, as a consultant. Um, but then what you lose on one thing, you gain on another because I have the flexibility with, with the boys, which I really, truly mm. needed when they were much younger. Um, and, you know, I could work from home if they were sick. Um, or, you know, I can... Um, I go to school things, you know, if it's assembly and um, Hamish's getting an, an honor certificate or um, his class is, you know, running the assembly, um, then, you know, there's things like that that I can go along to. Yeah. Um, school sports day, um, I, I, you know, I go along and I spend the day there. Um, you know, I'll maybe go and watch certain number of races that he's in and then I'll go home and do some work and then I'll go back and have lunch with him. So um, I've been very lucky um, that I've had the um the opportunity to do everything that I I I have and make it work for me um Mm. throughout I suppose throughout Ewan's um latter primary school years and high school years and Hamish's all of Hamish's um primary school years and would you say like you had there were quite a lot of lean periods or Uh, it wasn't it wasn't as bad as you know what probably um Probably the last three years, there's been more lean periods than there were um, prior to that. And um, it's things like, for example, 
but some things I hadn't even thought about, you know, when I launched myself into the world of consulting. One was um, that there wouldn't be any work around Christmas um, because there would be a lot of employers that would shut down. And therefore, my salary in or, you know, my, the income in the January would be less. So it's things like that I hadn't thought about um, in the first year. Obviously, I was prepared for it in the next year and, um, you know, made sure that I saved more money, etc. So that um, I wasn't thinking in January, oh, how am I going to manage all this? <laughs> you know, all my bills and stuff. Yeah. So, um so you just learn, but you learn through, um, I suppose, mistakes or just not having had the foresight to think about things, um, you know, that were going to come up or were going to be issues. Um, but yeah, certainly in the last three, three years, there's been more lean times than um, in, the, in the, the prior number of years. And I think that's really be because the economy um, hasn't been that great in Australia. And so, you know, therefore, I guess what's happening at a macro level, um, you know, eventually does come down to the micro. And, um, you know, so small businesses were trying to do as much for themselves as they possibly could. And therefore not, um, you know, so reducing the hours of um, some of us as consultants um, and um, just doing more for themselves. Yeah. So what I liked was that... um, was it Danielle? Danielle. The, that, yeah. So she introduced like how... me to the skincare. Oh, oh, she introduced. So oh, you're so talking about, about the, HR oh, the HR consultancy is Vanessa. Oh, Vanessa, that's it. So, um, yeah, so what I liked about um, Vanessa's story is that she's obviously like thought, right, this is my value. I want to find flexible working. Mm-hmm. There must be other people who want this as well. Um, and she's, going out there and finding flexible work but also helping bring other people like yourself up and say right yeah we've got more people who want to work flexibly and I think that's that's what's really important that um, everybody who is working flexibly helps encourage um, others to see that it can work absolutely I I would say um, in my last uh, contract role uh, it was it was quite a senior position and they wanted mm. me to work five days a week but I didn't want to commit to five days a week but um but because they because they really needed support um they kept me on but because I just managed my my time properly so part of the role was stakeholder management so I just made sure when I was in the office I was constantly meeting people having the right conversations blah blah blah, and then using my commute time to do emails and just like send a quick email okay this is a summary of our conversation blah blah and and then I would use the evenings I'd log in for an hour or two just to make sure that um people oh that's right because I because I had to do drop-offs I couldn't get into the office till half 10. Right. But in the evenings, I would quickly make sure everybody knew what they needed to be doing from nine o'clock the next day. And it's just, I think if you've got, if you've got skilled, senior, organized people, they can make it work and um, they can make an impact. And it's, it is, I guess it is finding those people as well, but it's also people who are hiring and recruiting, they, they need to be a bit open-minded about 
how things could work. Yes, I think they um, do. Yeah, definitely. Cool. Um, in terms of um, like challenges in fitting work around, like, do you have do you have major challenges, or are they things that you've just overcome? Um, not nowadays. I mean, I've got. I suppose the major challenges nowadays could be things like. So I've got two regular clients, um, one where I work there three days a week and um, the other I'm there one day a week. But then there are also other couple of other clients that will um, contact me on an as and needs basis when they need something done. So because I work four days per week, uh, if they need something, then that's when I have to become even more flexible because I maybe then will go into um, the other clients earlier so that I can leave there earlier to go to another meeting, um, you know, with another client. Um, Or I will juggle my day and, um, you know, be working at a client's but take a call from another client at the same time, you know, Mm. because you just have to do it like that. And um, so sometimes, you know, it it, it can be very busy because um, each client thinks that they're the only client and they're the most important. And you obviously want them to feel like that as well, because that's your, you know, I am providing that service to them. Um, So it's the juggle is um, number of different clients. um, That can be a challenge but also then trying to get their work done and get it done, even if they haven't necessarily given you a deadline, get it done within a timely manner as well so that, um, you know, you're not letting them down. You get back to them with an answer or with the piece of work so that they can go on and do whatever it was that they, you know, want to do as well. So that that that, mm-hmm. that can be a challenge. But I've got, um, I suppose I've got more used to it. And um, yeah. the all the clients that I do have, I've had for a long time. So they they know me well and they know that the work will get done. Mm. Okay. Um, and then in terms of, because um, actually going back to when you were talking about um, how the last three years seemed a bit more lean, mm-hmm. um, actually that's quite, it was quite good timing in terms of for you to do your skincare business. It was you had that to focus on and build? I had that to focus on and build, but also what I did do, um, it's probably worth mentioning this, because when when th- things were really lean, I used Airtasker a lot. Um, and I picked up HR work on Airtasker, and, um, which meant that I could work from home because there was a lot of clients. Um, one client um, was in Queensland, um, so I did all the work from home. Um, but also... Um, I did lots of resumes for different people as well. Um, so um, Airtasker was good to be able to fall back on. And then... Oh, great. So yeah. you were being a bit creative I was, in terms yes, of where I you were was, Yes, work. I was mm-hmm. being creative in, in terms of where I was looking for work. And I was quite fortunate because I picked up quite a lot of work, actually, on, on Airtasker. Uh, so what's Airtasker? So, we don't have that. Um, uh, I don't think we do anyway. You must have. It's an app. Um, you must have Airtasker in the UK. Oh, maybe you don't. I'm gonna I'm gonna have a quick search whilst you're talking. Okay. So Air, Air, Airtasker Air is an online app where you register, you um, read, you you basically sign up, you build a profile, and um, 
with that profile, you put down, um, you've got a photo on your profile and you put your experience and what you can do. And then what you um, basically do is you bid for different jobs that people will put on there. And the jobs will be split out into sort of different different type industries like business, admin, gardening, cleaning, um, etc. You know, maybe car maintenance, um, handyman work, etc. So you bid for different um, work. So um, the um, so say for example it was a, a resume. Now there was lots of people that would bid for for to do resume work and um, the, my main aim when I went on to Airtasker initially um, was that I wanted to build up to have completed five tasks because then what you do is you um, get a um, get a rating. Um, it shows that you know um, you've achieved five tasks and um, people are then more likely. It shows up on your profile with I think it's a star um, stars yes yeah, stars. Um, so that people, when they look at your profile, when they're looking at all the tenders, um, they're maybe more likely to choose you because um, what happens once you've completed five stars is that you you it shows up as a rating. So if you then complete all your jobs, it shows you as um, completed all your jobs, so you've got hundred percent rating. And so I, I in the end, I think I completed about fourteen jobs on Airtasker whilst I was using it, and I've got hundred percent rating um, because people then leave mm-hmm. feedback. And um, they'll give you a, a rating out of, oh, I don't know, say 10 or whatever, or however many stars. Um, so I, I got um, 40, I did completed 14 jobs at um, five star rating all the time. Um, but so if you show a 100% completion rate on all your jobs, and that shows up next to your name on the um, tender, then people are more likely to look at those people rather than people that are sitting at a completion rate of maybe 80% on jobs. Um, so my main aim when I went on to Airtasker was that I needed to complete five jobs. Um, I worked out, I can't remember how I worked out what I needed to do, but um, I needed to complete five jobs um, so that I would get my rating showing up and then I would be more successful in securing additional work. So what I did was I went in with very low bids um, so that I would get the work. So, you know, I think I did a resume for about $25 um, one day. And um, I did that until I completed five jobs and then my rating would show up. And then I was lucky enough to pick up other work. Um, I did some work for a construction company in Queensland. It was looking at all their um, HR documentation and basically reviewing it, revising it, um, making it, you know, bringing it up to, to date, making it look better, making it just look more functional as just be able to function better as well um so it meant that then i could earn um more money because i had the this um, 100% completion rate yeah oh i like that tip i found the app it says we've got over 2 million people across australia and the uk oh, ready okay. to help out yeah so apparently it is popular it it is in the uk as well um it's not i must admit it's not as you know well heard of because i think over here we have things like fiverr uh, uh yes uh people per hour um so they're more i think they're the more well-known ones but yes 
I see what the style is. I'm going to have a look at it and I'll provide a link as well to listen. Yes, because actually you might um, yourself pick up. You never know because it's IT work, um, website work, you know, all sorts of different work. So you actually might um, pick up some work that way yourself too. You never know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So because I'm in a bit of a downtime now, okay. hence why I'm squeezing loads of podcast recordings in. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to give it a go and I'm going to use your tip as yes, well great. to get my rating. Great. Good so stuff. I love that. Thank That's you. That's okay. You're welcome. Yes, every day is a score day. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so and then in t- talking about tips, actually, um, maybe we could finish off with like, have you got any tips or any advice with for people who are looking to start a side hustle, um, um, have, like looking for time to actually do it, that kind of thing. Um, what would I say? I would. Um, I th- look. I think if you, I, I suppose. I would start a side hustle. Um, I, I would definitely recommend starting a side hustle. Um, and um, but I would really think about what that side hustle is um i think i made the right decision starting a skincare side hustle and the reason i say that is because um um it's something that will always be there um you know it's not something that's going to be here today gone tomorrow um so if if people are looking for additional income um or additional income stream um to pay whatever um you know because it can be food mortgage bill mortgage payment etc whatever um then you need to be willing to step outside of your comfort zone um to you know to to earn that additional income stream and i would say don't go and get a second job um because all you're then doing is continuing to work for somebody else and um, then you're still being controlled by that by that that second job. So definitely do something that benefits you, which is more viewed as a, you know, your own business. Um, so I would say that. Um, and I definitely think that um, the skincare side of things is a passion of yours, and it really fits with your values because. When I see your posts, it's all about well-being, like eating well, uh, keeping fit. And um, you've always got like really lovely little tips of I've got 10 minutes. So these are the kind of exercises you could do in 10 minutes. And like you, you're laughing, but I just think, oh, yeah, I could do that in 10 minutes. That's yeah, a good idea. And the uni- it's really inspirational. But your passion really comes out. And I think it's to do with. The fact that it fits with your values of like looking after yourself. Yes, yeah, it probably does, and I think that's probably been more so um, since um, I th- was since two thousand and fourteen, because when I was diagnosed with an autoimmune condition. So since then, I've really had to put my health first, and um, you know, really look after myself, exercise, eat really healthily, and um, so yes, I guess it's just been that flow-on effect. Um, but, um, I really do enjoy helping, uh, helping people. Um, and, um, I think also just helping, you know, obviously with the Facebook group that I set up, you know, helping others help themselves because mm. that's what it, that's what it is all about. And I mean, I guess that's what my job roles have always been about is helping others to help themselves. Um, you know, the more, um, 
aware people are of their own behaviors or how they could be impacting on you know how they're getting on in you know the workplace or whatever then the more likely they'll the, the the more success they will have in being able to change those behaviors or you know whatever it is um you know um so i've always had um every job i've had has always been helping somebody yeah and hence why you're in hr <laughs> yes yes that's right and then i was going to ask you about your face group page and the motivation behind that so you've spoken about that already yeah. um I mean how like how like how um how do you think it's going at the moment like oh, look, I are think you it's happy with the growth of the community um I suppose when I set it up I thought about it last year and um I thought, oh, you know, I could set that up. Um, and But I did, and the reason I didn't initially was because of my own fears. I thought, oh, what will people think? Will people get on board with it? Or, um, you know, will they just think, oh, well, you know, what's Caroline up to now? Um, <laughs> um, but, um, and it was just something else that, I don't know, something popped into my head in January. And I thought, no, I'm just going to go for it. And it doesn't matter what people think. Um, and um, so I'm happy with the growth. Um, I don't think I really did it for the growth, to be honest. I did it um, because I felt that I had a lot of knowledge and experience that I could share with others that might benefit them. So um, I think I probably, I, well, no, I'm not, not that I think, I know I need to do um, more on it. But again, it's it's that balance and finding the time. Um, so yeah. um, and so, I've thought recently: Oh, do I get somebody else that works with me? And um, you know, so there's two of us, and um, it just yeah. makes it a little bit easier then to um, you know keep it keep it running. Um, although you know, I mean, yeah. I've been surprised, I suppose, because things I have put on there, even if it's just been. You know, I've made this celery, um, made this green drink. You know, my my yeah. celery celery juice with cucumber, spinach, and pear. Um, I've been surprised yeah. actually about people's reactions because people have joined in and you know um, made different comments and made different comments about yeah. their own experiences, etc. So I've been pleasantly surprised actually that um, it's not just another one of you know, it's not just a stupid dumb idea that Caroline's got here. You know. <laughs> But that's but that's what you're trying to create. Though. Yes. You're trying to create a community yes. where yeah. people are engaged. Mm. And um, I mean, for me, I like just dipping in and out and getting. Because the other day we ended up having a conversation about bone yes, broth. Yes, we did. Yes, so, <laughs> from, <laughs> from a post that you did on yeah. soup. So and and I think that it's important because people wouldn't know. Um, oh, my mum used to do that, but why? did she used to do that mm. and that, there was actually a valid like um reason that like, actually it's really good for yes, your health that's right um and people aren't aware of that because we're so busy and it's so easy to just well for me it is just to pop to the shop and get a microwavable meal um but it it's understanding that actually spend that time to make something from scratch that's going to feed your body yeah, yes, in a good way yes um it's really important so yeah I think keep going like if people are engaging with it I would keep going and um yeah I would try and find someone else to support you um 
who's just as passionate. Yes, I think it, I need to do that because then we can tag team. That's that that you know yeah. that's the thing. Um, because and then it was yeah, and then it's kind of also maybe think about how you want to position it because because um, it's a very general name like help others help themselves. Mm. Um, but I if I'm yeah if I'm honest I didn't really know okay what does that mean like in terms of getting work or um upskilling or but all the posts that you've put are things about like food and exercising which is great like because I'm engaged in that and I think oh yeah yeah I want to know more yeah so suppose it doesn't really tell um it does it it doesn't tell people Oh, I, I guess there must be. But an I guess, like, because you've only just, yeah, I guess, like, you've only just started the community, so you're just trying to work out what do people engage with, like, actually, what do they need most help with? Well, people seem to engage with food really posts, good. don't they? Um, I've noticed mm. that, that, um, but also, um, I put a post on there the other day about um being a casual employee and um making sure you're getting paid correctly. And so there was a lot of engagement. Uh, yes, I put that on the other day. Now, I mean, I was talking about it from a, from an Australian perspective, but um, mm. um, because, um, I mean, if you read the post, there was a friend that I'd been talking to and she's a casual employee and but she wasn't getting, I found out through the conversation that she wasn't getting paid correctly and I advised her um, of such and said, you need to go away and look into this and um, speak mm. to them. And make sure that, and also said you need to go back through all your timesheets um, to find out when you've not been paid correctly, so that you can make sure that you get all the money back. So, um, oh so, it, so I suppose you see I, that's why I've I've kind of kept it general because then I can talk about any subject that um, yeah. I um, I want to talk about. And um, so, I mean, I'm glad I've done it. I, I have no regrets about doing it. Yeah. It's just making sure I continue to make the time yes yeah well I think it's great like I think it's part of your ethos like in terms of helping others empowering others and that's what I'm trying to achieve Mm -hmm. here as well on the podcast and I'm hoping that everyone I talk to will it that everyone I've talked to has inspired me, so I hope it'll inspire well, others. So, yes, yeah, so thank you so much for your time. You're very welcome. Um, thank you for asking and me. And I love talking to you, so that's brilliant. And that was Caroline, who shared her story of being a single parent and working flexibly. The apps we mentioned during the podcast and the Facebook group that Caroline set up, Help Others Help Themselves, I'll put the links in the podcast notes. If you want to contact us, we would love to hear from you. Our email address is podcast at digitalseamstress.co.uk or Instagram at work underscore. Please leave a review if you've enjoyed the um, this episode. And if you want to read the podcast notes, actually, they're on the website, digitalseamstress.co.uk. I've been Tuha Wright, and I work at Digital Seamstress. I help marketing directors with interim digital marketing support, whether that be uh, with strategy, uh, performance or growth marketing, um, with PPC, managing PPC, or looking at web analytics, uh, just to name a few things. Thank you very much for listening.